to Grown Sexy, one platform that gives you all the secrets. From beauty hacks to wellness tips to all of my favorite product recommendations. And I'm bringing you along for the ride. For those of you that are new to the show, I'm Macy Victoria, founder and creator of the platform Grown Sexy. I was 25 years old and was so bored with being stagnant. I wanted to be obsessed with my potential, but unfortunately I found that to be lots of work because not one platform offered all of the information for me to be obsessed with my potential. So I created my own space on the internet to connect with women all around the world, giving them easy access to be inspired to be the best version of themselves and be obsessed with their potential with the health hacks, beauty tips, and mindset techniques I share. From my own boredom of being a stagnant 25-year-old woman, Grown Sexy came into play, which is a YouTube channel, podcast, and community that hopefully gives you inspiration to be the best version of yourself. I definitely have featured so many wonderful guests so far on my podcast, but this is in my top three favorite guests I've had on this platform. She's a lifestyle YouTuber. She's served 12 years in the Air Force. She's received her bachelor degree in 2018 and currently pursuing her MBA. She is a wife and a mother. She's paid off $2,000 of debt during the pandemic, and she's an ordained minister. In this episode, we talk about how to build your own platform, a book that has changed her mindset on how she uses her time, a podcast that she recommends for other female entrepreneurs, and the moment she realized she wanted to start a YouTube channel. You're going to want to listen to this podcast and then re-listen to it with a notebook and take notes. I am so excited to introduce Adrienne Reese to the Grown Sexy Podcast. I'd love to start out with talking about your brand, Witness Through Fitness. Yesterday, I asked you to send me a list of accomplishments for my introduction for you, and you mentioned you create this platform, Witness Through Fitness. So what is that about, and what does that brand you created stand for? Hey, Macy. Hi. So Witness Through Fitness is a brand that I created to pretty much help bridge the gap between what I saw happening in the church or my church, really. I saw we had we had discipline in a lot of areas, except for when it came to our active life or our healthy lifestyle. And some of it was due to education and other factors was due to just simply not having the accountability or the time. So that's pretty much where that came from. So you're saying with the church that you attend or maybe used to attend, you're saying there was a lack of speaking about how to be fit, taking care of our bodies because we're ultimately God's children. And like there, it just wasn't a lot of talk on how to live a healthy life, like physically. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yes. Because the demand was so high on the church always having functions or there always being something going on. I mean, we had, we were in church minimum, minimum three days a week for at least an hour to two hours each day. 
And so that just doesn't really leave a lot of time for people who are super committed to the gym, like myself, for five and six days a week of working out. It doesn't really leave a lot of time. And so I saw what I saw was when we would have potlucks or food gatherings, we would never have any healthy options. There was never anything green. There was never anything healthy. There was never hardly ever any fruit. Um, but we had lots of mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, steak. I mean, all, all the things. And so You're I like, really okay, just, if I keep this up, I'm going to get fat. Like, I either need a new like, trick or okay, I need to start or something. Literally, okay. And so I really found that I was like, this has got, like, something has got to give. And it has been a trend. So that was about seven or eight years ago when I kind of, kind of culminated everything um but since then i've obviously left that church don't live in that area anymore but since then it has been a trend at every single church that i've been to since then every last one you just um, deliberately have been paying attention now yes of, are they talking about how we can healthily live with drinking water and making sure we have fiber and like taking our care of our bodies physically for the lord and you were just like, but every podcast, every pot like I go to, there's no vegetables or nothing. So you definitely, Literally. your eyes were open to a trend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And so I saw a gap. And so Witness Through Fitness was birthed because I like, well, I want to, and the Lord just gave me the name out of nowhere one day in like 2015. And I was like, I'm going to witness to people, the gospel to people through fitness through telling them that we are, our bodies are temples, that for telling, through telling them the Proverbs that apply to our mental disciplines and our emotional disciplines apply to our, you know, our eating habits as well. So it's really just become a movement that I'm just, I'm really proud of. I'm proud of. It is, that is, that's just so cool. Obviously I love movements and love platforms because I started my own platform, Grown Sexy, and yeah, it's a movement of wanting to have this mentality of being obsessed with your potential and living in victory. And so obviously I'm so passionate that you started this movement too. Now, is there I any, love it. like obviously with my brand Grown Sexy, it is a YouTube channel. It is a podcast. Is your witness through fitness, do you sell anything or is there a Facebook group? If someone wanted to listening right now wanting to get involved in this movement is there a resource or no it's just kind of in your own community personally so i actually started the it started off in my own community but of course because i wanted to broaden the reach so i do have a facebook and an instagram um and it's just self-titled witness through fitness on facebook witness through fitness on instagram and really, it started off as coaching services. And so I was coaching women on weight loss journeys because that's the number one issue or problem that we face in the church that I was seeing is weight loss issues. Um, you know, in the military, out of the military, weight loss is a big focus, whether it's mentally, um, mental challenges or barriers that they can't lose weight or whether it's actually physically, you know, just not putting in the work. And so... Um, I do have a Facebook and Insta Facebook and Instagram, but as far as products, it started off as services, but we are branching off into products. So the vision is to be able to be the Christian, the number one Christian workout activewear brand and activewear line. So we will have 
products. Eventually, right now, I just have a measuring tape. I started with a measuring tape because I'm not a fan of the scale. So okay. I started off in the opposite direction of the scale because measuring tapes tell more truth than the scale. So even if you don't have a scale victory week to week, you probably have a, or month to month, you probably have a measuring tape victory. So I'm a fan of measuring tape. So right now I just have measuring tape, but we will have more products in the future. So so if someone listening right now is like, oh my goodness, I stand behind that. I want to eat healthier. I'm behind this movement. They can just Instagram witness through fitness or find it on the Facebook group. Is it a Facebook Absolutely. group, correct? It's it's not a group. It's a Facebook. Um, it's a public page. It's a public Oh, it's a page. page. Okay. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Which one are you more actively involved on? Is there one that you would recommend for my listeners over the other? Or do you are you actively involved in both platforms for them to reach you? Great question. I love it. So actually, they both represent different things. Okay. So my Facebook is more of like the community aspect a little bit. And my Instagram is more of like product and education. So um, for instance, on Facebook, I'll post, you know, day to day, um, as far as like, invites, or as far as community involvement, or things that can be shared publicly, um, but on Instagram, I share education as far as why are beets good for you? Why should you drink green juice? Why, what habits can you get into? What things, and so things like that, because Instagram is a quicker platform. Um, typically, it's just a quicker platform. So people are looking to, you know, go on there, be inspired, share it or move past it. And so that's kind of how I went about that. Well, I definitely know that after we get off this conference call of podcasting, I'm going to go follow Witness Through Fitness on Instagram because I'm oh. obviously, you know, this having your own brand, you can't it. It's just amazing. You can't stay stagnant as a person having a platform. You constantly have to be improving yourself, trying new things to share it with others. Absolutely. Um, and so yeah, I'm all about those tips and tricks on how to live the healthiest life. So I'm super excited. I'm going to go follow the Witness Through Fitness on Instagram, and I'll have to let you know what things I try out. That sounds so, so much fun. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. So we're in the middle of a rebrand. Um, I was talking, we were kind of a little bit focusing on finances a little bit. And while I still love talking about finances and things like that, I... Um, Re we're rebranding the Instagram account to be more health focused. So um, it's a growing platform. Yeah. No, I love it. Also, real fast before I go into the questions that I have for you, I think it's so, so awesome that your Facebook page and your Instagram are completely different because I think, you know, the more they're not lucky, they're fortunate. The fortunate people that instantly blew up on YouTube or instantly blew up on TikTok, okay, that has like 100,000 followers. Those fortunate people that didn't have to like maybe work as hard as us, Yes. they can take advantage of having their Instagram reels be the same as their TikTok and everyone loves it and everyone still follows. But for me and you that weren't, that weren't born into that lifestyle that are starting yes. to ground up. Also, that wouldn't work. And you know that, you know, that people would unsubscribe to Instagram if they found the same stuff on your Facebook group. And I think it is cool though, 
that you pointed out, hey, they're different. I offer different contents because, um, because I do that. So like with my podcast, it's business mindset routines, the like mental side of being grown sexy. And then with mm -hmm. my YouTube channel, I could definitely have talked about routines and business and mindset. But I was like, oh, I know that I'm not born into this. I can't kind of cheat the system like others. So it does need to be different. And so, yeah, I love that you offer different things on each platform because I think that's very important for anyone listening, wanting to maybe, they already have their Facebook group, but they want to add a blog. It's like, okay, if you're not born into fame though, the rule is your blog has to have different information than your Facebook page. And I, I think that's just really important for beginners to know. Absolutely, Macy. I mean, I could not agree more. I just really, to be honest with you, I tried it that way. I tried to match the content and it flopped. It flopped. And what I realized, especially with starting from the ground up, is my audience is the same a little bit when you're in the beginning. It's the same across multiple platforms. So I'm posting it on my personal page, my business, uh, business page, and my business Instagram. And sometimes my business, my personal Instagram. So four platforms, I have the same audience because people want to support you. You're not getting the love. And then because of that, the, in, the algorithms are not able to truly represent you the way that they're designed to. And it's not able to get out to further audiences. So one, I stopped sharing on my personal pages and I just direct people strictly to my professional pages and if I, for some reason they, it lands on my personal page it's shared from my business so that's yeah. the only way that i incorporate that and it's helped a lot with one my peace of mind um with two knowing gaining a strategy okay i've been on this journey for a little bit and just one like you said before the strategy really does change but two i think that you know I think that people just have to find what works for them and what worked for those people who were anomalies and very blessed and fortunate to be able to post a video a day for 52 weeks or whatever. Um, it just didn't work for me. I'm a mom of a young child and that sacrifice, I just, I can't make that sacrifice right now. So I'm not saying it would never, I had to figure out what worked for me and it's been a journey, but it's been, it's been fun. It is like, so you're definitely ahead of me on this creating a platform. You've been doing it for seven years, you said. So Grown Sexy is something I trademarked one year ago. One year ago, um, I started, I switched my, it was a personal, my name, Macy Victoria on YouTube. I switched it over to Grown Sexy. One year ago, I started the Grown Sexy podcast. And then my Instagram name used to be Macy Victoria and I switched it over. Um, mm -hmm. But I had the idea of Grown Sexy for probably seven months. And I didn't want to release it until I trademarked it though. But for so seven mm -hmm. months, I just found all these beauty tip ideas for my YouTube channel. I started researching how to make a podcast, met with a lawyer to trademark. And then I had a launch party and all my friends and family came over. And before I announced it on the internet, my brand name, I told everyone in person. And so oh, I I'm, love that. Yeah, it was super fun. But I've only had a podcast and this movement for one year. And so 
good to know that you've been on this seven well, years. So anytime so, I get discouraged or mm -hmm. I need advice, I'm going to be calling you. Uh, well, okay. So, I mean, to kind of sum it up a little bit, I got the idea and really decided to move in the direction um, seven years ago, but I didn't create my first official YouTube video until two years, two years ago, actually this week, this past week was my two year mark. So I've been on the public platforms for two years from a seven year idea. I posted my okay. very first video um, back in 2017, but I sat on it for three years after that. Okay. I got pregnant the very next month. And then I got really heavily involved in church and I eating all just, those mashed potatoes, right? Literally. Okay. So <laughs> I, so I've only been public and consistent with my brand and identity um, for two years. Oh, okay. Perfect. So we very much, you resonate with how I had 100%. to for seven months because 100%. Yeah. For those seven months, I'm like, what? is grown sexy to me though. I had to come up with my phrase. And I love that. Being obsessed with your potential and living in victory. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, I'm sure you have this little logo of witness through fitness, but for five years, you're like, what does that mean to me? What do I exactly. want to do with that? So, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's so cool how, like we've talked about in my screening Zoom call yesterday, we both discussed that we are both Christians and it is very cool that the Lord has, chosen to give us this idea and we get to be creative with how we serve him with it. It's super, super I love awesome. It. I love it. For those listening that might not be aware or even heard of the concept of being a lifestyle YouTuber, tell my audience what to expect on your channel and information you share. So um, as we were just talking about, my faith is extremely, extremely important to me. It grounds me. Um, and so I try to incorporate my faith on my channel in some way in all of my videos or most of them, um, whether publicly or privately with the content specifically or with the idea and prayer and of some sort. So I just try to really incorporate it on the videos um, throughout the videos on my channel. I typically discuss uh, ways to live a healthier lifestyle. I discuss um, which on is my what channel. grown sexy is all about. That's why you had to be on the podcast. Because I, I love it. At, I love it. I identify with it so much. Yeah, like obviously, I don't have people on my podcast that don't try to live in victory and aren't embracing their potential. And so I was, for those of my listeners that don't know, me and Adrian share the same YouTube coach, so we're involved in a coaching program. And yes. so when I was looking through all of our friends, the coaching program of like thinking, okay, I'm looking for someone with the grown sexy mindset. I saw your YouTube channel and yes, it's all about better ways to spend money and this is how you can eat healthier and it's about living a better life. And so I'm like, she fits the script. I have to contact her. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. I so love it, I love it. Um, I also talk about, um, oh, excuse me, other video types that I guess you could find on my channel would be like healthy ingredient swaps. A lot of people struggle with that um, because really, if you can get the ingredient swaps down, you can make any meal. Like you can make tacos, you can make spaghetti. I mean, there's a healthy variation to everything. We just need to learn what they are and how to apply them. I'm talking like, you know, just from the sky is the limit. We're talking dairy products to 
pasta sauce to noodles and breads, everything has a healthy substitution. So I really try to um, try to solve those with what the typical is from what I see my family and friends using. And I yeah. take those products and I make healthy variations of them and I share that publicly. Um, active wear hauls with clothing lines or different, you know, what I try, whether I get them, you know, price budget friendly clothing hauls or the more expensive type of stuff like fabletics or different stuff like that i have um um workout diet routines challenges stuff like that different um, i've done the jj smith cleanse on my channel i've done a chloe ting workout challenge on my channel uh, and then i do really lifestyle vlogs and my lifestyle vlogs really where you get to see and know me and my family we are a obviously a christian family so everything we do is christian based um the music we listen to the conversations that we have just all kinds of things like that and so usually our family vlogs the lifestyle vlogs on my channel are typically us traveling somewhere san antonio is a drive away we just went to puerto rico i'm in the middle of a puerto rico series right now on my channel oh, so fun. you know just stuff like that now, I don't know, I know that your brand name is Witness Through Fitness, but remind me again for our listeners, what is your YouTube name so they can go check that out? Because I don't know so, if we've said it yet. What is it? No, we, no. So my YouTube channel is just self-titled. It's just Adrian Reese. And I actually toss around the idea of Witness Through Fitness, but I still feel conflicted on separating the two. So I just kept it my name. So it's just Adrian Reese. Okay, perfect. So out of the three categories, faith, fitness, and family, which topic are you most passionate about to record and film on your YouTube channel and why? So without hesitation, it has to be fitness. And now okay. some people might be like your faith, maybe, you know, but fitness, fitness, fitness. And it's let me tell you why. It's just a huge passion right now coming from so, how you see a yeah. lack of it in the Christian community. You just have such a passion for it. Absolutely. So let me tell you my my family history. I come from a um, I come from a family that has pre diabetes like crazy. My grandmother is one of fifteen siblings, and probably fifty percent of them have 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 had it or do have it. Were they a and, family? Your grandma? I'm sorry. Was it What'd Catholic? where she came from no no, no? not Catholic oh. at all no Baptist or non-denominational when you hear of that 10 kids or 15 kids you're like oh are they Catholic you know I know <laughs> no so I no Baptist ask. or um Baptist or non-denominational is how they how they came up okay mm-hmm <laughs> just with um, the Catholic tradition though of as many I know right possible. that's funny that's funny um so so they about 50% of them had it or have it. And by had it, I mean passed away with it, okay? So okay. we're talking we're talking 7 8 9 out of 10, 9 out of 15 have this disease. And then and then what's interesting is my aunts had it or have it, my cousins had it or have it, and then I recently last year got a diagnosis with pre-diabetes and I'm the health person. Talk about a, just a, a, you know, throw your head back. Like, a, I was like, okay. So the passion really comes from that. So my number one topic that I love to talk about is fitness because, and really fitness embodies 
health as a whole and wellness as a whole. Yes. Because my family does a lot of things well. Um, but one thing that we never tried was changing our eating habits. We just accept the doctor's reports. We, you know, we typically, um, that was one area that I saw a gap in my own family, if I'm honest, you know? And so I just decided to take that and run in another direction. And it has just reaped so many dividends for my family, friends, and my community that I'm building. Yeah, absolutely. And you're changing the family game. And that's what absolutely, you know, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Take me back to when you were younger. What did you see in you that you did as a little girl? That was a sign that you would be a future lifestyle YouTuber. Obviously, I think you said what you're 31. You said 34. 34. So obviously, Mm -hmm. I am younger than you. I'm 28. I Mm -hmm. started my YouTube journey when I was 27. You started your YouTube journey in your 30s, mm-hmm. but what in your past, whether it was a college experience or you had a Barbie video camera when you were five, is there anything in your past that led up to you being comfortable on YouTube? Because not everyone has a YouTube channel, you know? Only like one out of probably a thousand people have a YouTube channel. So what in your past is a sign that you were going to be a future YouTuber? Wow. I love this question. First of all, I did not know that statistic, but I absolutely love it. It's comforting and reassuring. Um, But to answer the question, I have to go back to when I was in high school. Um, Obviously, YouTube, um, well, social media was, I was, I was in high school when all of this stuff came out, right? So I was in, YouTube came out in 2005. I hadn't heard of it yet. And then, I'm sorry, um, I want to say Facebook came out in 2004. And so it wasn't even a thing for us at that time. And it was only for college students. And it was a lot different than it is now. Yes. Back in the day, isn't it crazy? mm -hmm. I remember I was like 15 when Facebook came out. And you had to be 18 or older to have a Facebook. And you'd have to take this quiz. Obviously, lots of people (laughs) would cheat the system. But nowadays... Like yes. seven-year-olds have Facebook and there's Literally. no quiz at all. And so it's Absolutely. funny how at first the company on Facebook knew this is an adult outlet. Children, 13-year-olds should not have access to talk to anyone around the world. But then very fast that went away. And now we're giving 13-year-olds access to talk to anyone around the world. It's kind of crazy. Absolutely. I know. I'm telling you. I think I took that quiz too. And I think I was probably one of the ones that didn't tell the truth on my age. But I was only no, two years removed. I didn't tell the truth either. I was 15 <laughs> when it came out. And I yeah, I was 16 or something ask, like that. I remember having to ask my yeah. older brother, how do I cheat the system? Because I want Facebook, even though I'm not allowed to. Like, yes, That's funny. I know. I was That's like, so I still funny. want Facebook. How do I prove I'm 18? So. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. So, um, but, but you were so in high school. Yes. So in high school, I had the opportunity. um, My high school had a um, cosmetology program. If you didn't want to go to the university path, we had a technical path and you could just pursue a skill instead of actual like college type stuff like credits and classes. So I took the universe. I took the technical path. And on that technical path, I had um, I cosmetology was the field that I chose. 
for multiple reasons, but I really just like helping people. And what I identified about myself at that time, I still embody today. And, and that thing was whenever someone would sit in my chair to get a service done and they would get up feeling so much better than when they sat down, I just felt so, I felt such an empowerment. I felt so just over the top excited inside for that person's you know, that person's, um, not growth, but just how they would feel about themselves after. I just felt so connected to that energy and to that, um, excitement that they would, uh, share. So I realized that I loved helping people. I identified those emotions and all that as my love for helping other people. And I really just have stayed true to that. And over the course of my growth, I realized that I just truly, I have the heart of a teacher. I love to share what I know. I love to show what I know. Whether you realize that you need this information or not, I just have the heart of a teacher. So that's probably when I identified that I wanted to do something in the field of educating others. Yeah, that was your aha moment in high school. Looking back, you're like, that's when I really love to see the influence I could have. And YouTube is that platform to have influence. Absolutely. What do you feel like is your one word that you always come back to that makes you want to continue to share your life journey on YouTube? Okay, I love this question. So you've been doing this for two years. Have you had a solid phrase or Bible verse, quote, or one word that constantly motivates you to keep pursuing YouTube? So if I had to sum it up into one word, I would, the word would be knowledge. But the Bible verse that that comes from, um, I'd have to get the verse to you, but the verse says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge because they rejected knowledge. That is my embodiment. I'll have to get the scripture for you, but that's, that's where I get it from. And I'm telling you, so of course, a part a to that scripture says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Uh People just don't know what they don't know. They don't know that, you know, people know that ice cream is bad for them, but they don't know how bad it is. Or they don't know that if you have it every day for over the course of five years, that you're really, your, your cells are eating on that sugar and that sugar is causing cancer or, yeah. or whatever it is, whatever type of foods. And so people really don't know what they don't know or they know to eat their vegetables, but they don't know why. My husband recently had, um, he has a barber and his barber had stage four cancer whenever we first met him. Well, he, um, we recently moved to the area and so he found the barber and they got really in, in, you know, and so one thing was my bar, his barber never stopped servicing him. We were like, you know, but he would just service him in between chemo treatments and all this. Well, fast forward to his testimony and he is now completely cancer free. Now he found out about the cancer at stage four, but oh. he had, he was blessed with doctors and real, you know, real education where they told him, eat this food, eat that food, eat this, eat that. And he followed their instructions diet wise because he said the chemo was doing more to him than the cancer was. And so, like I said, fast forward, he is now cancer free from his diet. 
from his diet. So, you know, I just love to educate others on what they don't know and how truly, even with my own testimony of having pre-diabetes last year, I reversed it and now it's gone. My doctor told me it is completely gone. People just don't know how to do it. They think that the doctor's report is the last, the know-all, be-all, end-all, and it's just not. And the other part of it says people, because they rejected knowledge, some people know and don't want to do, and some people just don't know. So the people that know and don't want to know, want to do, you can't say you didn't know. You can't say you didn't know. And so giving them the option to know that you cannot have spare ribs every night for dinner at the local barbecue joint, you know? Yeah. So that's just my motivation. Out of curiosity, because curiosity kills the cat, I'm going to regret not asking you this question. Do you know what kind of foods he was eating, the barber that changed his cancer? Was it like, do you know? Or like, he didn't say. So no, he definitely shared them. So one of, well... One of the foods that he shared with us was the fruit called soursop. Sour, spelled traditionally, sop, S-O-P, soursop. And when I tell you, this food has like 20, something like 20,000 more properties in it than the best chemo in the world. Like this food is a miracle food, okay? But it's just a regular fruit. It's super healthy for our bodies. Yes, and it kills cancer cells. Because I've never heard of that. Where he Girl, this is, that's the problem. Is it like on Amazon or something? No. So it's, it's found in regular grocery stores, supposed to be in grocery stores. But when I tell you, my husband and I have been on the hunt for months and have not came across this fruit yet. And so we understand. You haven't tasted it yet. No, I haven't. You know that this is his, this was the really good fruit that changed his diet. So we're still on the hunt. I'm going to try a farmer's market here soon. I'm going to try my next city over here soon. I'm, I'm hunting for this fruit. I'm going to well, try Well, where did your barber friend get it from? Did he say? He didn't say. He did not say. But I can go back and ask him. I'll have to ask him. Well, yeah, start with that. Why would you I know. ask him after his <laughs> well, podcast? I know. I thought that it would just be found at the grocery store. He told us to go to the grocery store to get it, but we tried walmart we've tried our local marts here we've tried um you know target i mean any any grocery store where they sell grocery goods and we cannot find it that's where he told us to start but i can definitely go back and just kind of let him know like hey we haven't found it yet so oh yeah be like what grocery store do you shop at literally i really thought that his doctor gave it to him oh maybe it's just a fruit that the doctor had access to I thought, that's what I thought. That's Well, now that I'm ha- seeing how hard it is to find, that was my conclusion. I'm like, maybe the doctor just had a hookup or something for you. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I, I want to be updated on that situation. I'm going to check back in with you in like three months of you still scavenging around the I world know. for it. But <laughs> I know. You're going to get a text and I'm going to say, hey, where's that fruit at? I want to try. I know. Like, I, I want to have a healthy fruit in my body same I definitely I would I'm definitely gonna have an answer for you take us back to the moment when you realized I'm gonna start a lifestyle YouTube channel what sparked that idea and how did that come about so we I mean we kind of, I kind of already shared a little bit but the background really was um in 2015 and 16 I was at a church that I really just found myself 
um, you know, really just ministering. We would, you know, we would go out to eat and I would get the healthy option and I'd find people kind of gravitating to, you know, my choice. It's kind of like a domino effect. You choose healthy, they're going to choose healthy, they're going to choose healthy, or they're going to ask questions of why did you get that? Or what's that on your plate? And all these kind of things. And so it just kind of became a domino effect. Well, I realized that I wanted to broaden that community reach because my church was only so big, five, 600 members, if that. And I wanted to just really expand. And I said, there's got to be more people out there like this. And so far, that's what I found. So awesome. Awesome. For any of my listeners who definitely resonate with your story and want to start a lifestyle YouTube channel, blog, or a public ministry in some way, what are your three steps of how you want to encourage this listener on their public platform journey? Obviously, you thought about your public journey for five years. The last two years, you've taken action. If a young woman is listening to this podcast and she wants to start a blog or write a book or start a ministry like you have with fitness, what three things do you want to tell her? So I absolutely love this question. Do you want me to tell you all three and then talk about them? Or do you want to talk about them one at a time? Um, yeah, rattle off all three and then go in depth individually. Okay, so Just the first one. she wants to quickly write all three down. Okay, so the first one is don't try to make the right decision. Make a decision and make it right. That's number one. Oh, can you repeat that? That was like even hard for me to comprehend. Like that's okay. a tongue twister. Say that again okay. so I can I know. comprehend that. That was deep. So don't try to make the right decision. Instead, make a decision and make it the right decision. Okay. Okay. I what love would be it, the right? Thing? And then you can come the back. Second one, the second one is do it until you don't hate it eliminate emotional decision making. And so I'll definitely talk about that one. Um, but again, do it until you don't hate it. Eliminate emotional decision making. Okay. And then the last one is pretty cliche, pretty common. But when I tell you it's the cheat code, consistency is the cheat code. Oh. Period. Consistency is the cheat code. So for the first one, my dad actually gave me this advice and it really resonates. I go back again, when I was 18, I had just graduated high school. My, my dad had just went back active duty. So I was actually not near my high school friends. We had moved to a whole nother state th the week after I graduated high school. And um, I that, spent that summer working odd jobs. And, you know, well, I had a steady job actually at Burger King, but it was a part-time job. I went consistently, had no problems getting there, anything like that. But I was up against the wall of joining the Air Force and I wasn't sure which branch, I wasn't sure which job, I wasn't sure if I should or shouldn't go. And my dad told me, he said, Adrian, don't try to make the right decision, make a decision and make it the right decision. Because to be honest with you, Macy, there's really not any wrong decisions that we can make in life outside of legal things, okay? Yeah. In the, le in the terms of legal realm. But in, in, in life, there's not a wrong decision that you can make. 
but people get so caught up myself included on making the right or the perfect decision instead of embodying the decision and making it the right decision so i ended up joining the air force i ended up um, getting a job in food service and i ended up working a 12-year career and now on the other side of that guess what i'm doing i'm still working in food i serve healthy recipes yeah. i share healthy green juices so when i was so hung up on making the right decision should i join the air force is this the right career is this the right job i just make the decision and the rest will work itself out somehow and so i i mean i, I just really still embody that today even with you know my child as a parent now i have a husband and so with things you know life life and lifestyle i just absolutely make i make the decision the right decision and i don't try to worry about making the right or perfect decision yes so for that girl listening that wants to start her own brand like you or wants to record that first youtube video your advice to her is just press film or just think like trademark the brand name and don't worry about what it's going to become or how you're going to face everything. Just do what is planted in your heart. Make Absolutely. A, a thousand percent. My mentor told me, she said, stop worrying so much about the brand colors and start worrying about a five-year plan. What? Elaborate on the second point. What is your second point again? She said, my, well, just kind of piggybacking off the first one here. My mentor told me, don't worry about so much about brand colors, but she said, create a five-year plan. We get so caught up on what the brand physically looks like that we don't even have a five-year plan for if we blow up tomorrow. Everybody wants to go viral until they go viral. You don't have a plan for gaining 100,000 subscribers overnight. How are you going to serve and service all these people? No, I was, I was saying your second point after the right decision for the girl listening, what is your second point of advice? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So don't, I said, do it until you don't hate it. Eliminate emotional decision-making. And that one really comes from, oh my gosh, that one comes from my YouTube journey. Okay. It's been okay. two years and I really thought that I would be so much further along and I've changed directions a thousand times, it feels like, since I started. But one of the decisions that I made um, was to hire a video editor because I didn't like video editing. Oh, it was so time consuming. Okay. It was so it was so time consuming. I wasn't good at it. I just oh, I hated it. I hated video editing, but I knew that it was the 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 bread and butter, if you will, of the of the channel. Um, and so I tried to get out of it so many ways. I've tried to shorten my content. I tried to do live videos. I tried to, you know, uh, pay her to do it. Well, what ended up happening was I joined, she joined my team for about eight months or so. And then I just had to let her go, which was even more devastating because she was depending on the money financially for her family. And so that was heartbreaking to me. But what I've learned since I let her go was that I need to, I, I don't hate video editing anymore. That was about three months ago. And I don't hate video editing anymore. I don't hate it. I've actually realized that it doesn't take me nearly as long as I thought that it did. And I've learned from my 
mistake or I've learned from yeah. not, it wasn't a mistake it wasn't a mistake because I definitely would love to outsource it eventually but um so I say eliminate emotional decision making because you know of course if you don't like something you're going to do what's easy and convenient not what needs to be done so if you just eliminate emotional decision making just do it until you don't hate it if you whatever it is right posting Instagram content is a task for me yeah. Do it until, you, but because so I want to hire, I want to hire a social media <laughs> virtual editor, right? Or virtual assistant, excuse me. But until I don't hate it, I don't need to, I need to just kind of be in the motions of doing it because really on the other end of it, you learn so much about yourself, what you like, what kind of content you want to film and all of that. So my advice is do it until you don't hate it in order to eliminate emotional decision-making. Okay, perfect. And then the third advice you want to give to my listener. Consistency is the cheat code. Consistency See, now I don't know what that even means. Cheat code? What does that mean? I've never heard cheat, of that. Cheat code, like cheat code, like cheating on a test, right? Oh, cheating on a I test. thought you were saying like cheek, like you put makeup on your cheek. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Code. Cheat, like cheating on a test. Yeah. Consistency is the cheat code. Because when I tell you the one thing that I have not been in two years is consistent. Okay. Web, it's consistent. I tried to spread my wings too thin on 15 platforms. We're talking TikTok, Clubhouse, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, personal, professional, all of these things. I spread myself too thin and I wasn't consistent on anything because I was trying to grow everything at the same time and at the same rate. So it caused burnout, it caused overwhelm, it caused confusion, but honing in this last year, being able to hone in and even moving forward, honing in on consistency in one direction with a few, a couple of types of videos. We've learned in our, our we learned in our YouTube program that we have different pillars, pillars of content, right? And so yeah. on my channel, you know, you have faith, family, fitness are typically the pillars of content. Well, even in, in that, for a season, especially as a super small nano channel, my audience needs to know me as like a fitness, you know, where's the fitness content or where's the active wear hauls or the faith, you know? And so really just focusing on one thing consistently for a time period and then moving on to something else. Yeah. That's awesome. what's worked I for love me. it. Well, hopefully anyone listening took those three pieces of notes and she's more encouraged with it's if it's a blog or she's writing a book or she wants to start teaching a Sunday school class or volunteer somewhere. Hopefully those three pieces of advice really helps her along with her journey. I hope so. I love it. What is a book podcast or resource you recommend that has helped you on this self growth process? that you would want my audience to know about if they're wanting to open up their own public platform like you on the internet? I love these questions, Macy. I do. Oh, they're, they're all so, from the Lord. Like, I love them. The like, I it's love just them. so cool how God, I am. And also you have to be too. You have to be creative to have yes. a brand. You have to yes. think, oh, my YouTube, Facebook has to be different than my Instagram. And you have to realize consistency is a thing. And so, yeah, yes. I've always, always been such a creative person where I just have ideas. And um, 
it's awesome because podcasting allows me to be creative and think of these awesome, unordinary questions people don't think of. So I love it. I, I yeah. believe that we were created by our creator to be creative. So you're, we're absolutely living and working in our zone of genius. We were meant to create things. He, think about it. Back in the garden, really quick, I know. Um, back in the garden days, he didn't create paper and pen. But you know what he yeah. gave us? He gave us trees. You know, he gave us ink in the form of fruit and vegetables or berries. But he, so we, we, he gave us the ability to do, to create paper or to create something futuristic with what was there already. It's just, it's just, it's just, I just, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So and when I, think, I don't know if you resonate with this, but when I think about the awesome platform I've created of where I get to help women try to take care of their outward appearance on YouTube. And then I get to help women have more of a healthier mindset on podcasting. And it's like all my creativity and all my hard work, I'm doing this. It's like, that makes me totally believe that there's a higher power in that I was created in the Lord's eyes because if I was just made out of nothing, how could I be so creative and have such a passion to help other women? Like God says, you know, we're made from love and God is love. And I don't obviously get paid for podcasting or being a YouTuber, but I do all of this because it's so awesome to think just maybe one girl in a state is living differently because of my platform. And I'm sure that's Absolutely. what drives your YouTube channel too, is you're like, if there's just one girl that is eating healthier because of me or working out because of me, then it's all worth it. But it's like, I think me and you have such of a love because there is a higher power because there wouldn't be love if there wasn't Jesus Christ. So absolutely 100% could not agree more. Yeah. Having my own brand really just helps my faith even, you know, absolutely. It does. And it's just, it really helped. Yeah, I, I can, I can definitely relate and resonate with that as well it just really keeps you grounded it keeps you humble it keeps me in a zone of learning because i don't know everything just like i don't know everything about there is to learn about the bible it just i love it that's so true okay so i don't even think i think somehow we got sidetracked so it's okay podcast or resource do you have so i have put out there I'd love to. I have one book and one podcast I could recommend. Okay. Um, a, I have a million, but one that I was able to really rally. The book is called uh, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Who is it by? John Mark Comer. How old were you when you read this book? I actually just read this book this year. Okay, perfect. But it immediately moved to the top recommendation book on my list. Say it one this more time. book was, it's what called is- The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry the by John Mark Comer. Elimination mm-hmm. of Hurry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So by John Mark Comer. The book, what did it really teach you? Why is it your top recommendation book now? Because I believe that societally, we are moving at a very rapid and ever growing pace with how and I, I think that we get this a lot with pre- we get the pressure a lot with our social platforms because we feel like we want to be more, have more, do more, go bigger, da, 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 all the things. And the book really honed in 
Jesus definition of time. If, if you have, if there's so much time, excuse me, if your time is so wrapped up in things that you don't have time to spend with him, then he identifies you as too busy. But well, we you know, we, it's like that parable in the Bible. Wasn't it like Mary and Martha? Absolutely. Mary Macy. takes yes. time. Maybe I have this reverse yes. for women's names, but Mary takes time to wash Jesus's feet. And Martha's like, but I'm serving, I'm cooking. And Jesus says, you're missing the point. Because Absolutely. even if you serve with the talents I give you, you're forgetting to pray. And so, yes. So I guess or this sit book and is learn. kind of yes. Like so this book, this book really helps us to slow down in our idea that busyness equals productivity and rest equals laziness because it's not true. It's not true, not fundamentally true. And the fact that, you know, it really talks about like time-saving devices such as the washing machine, the dishwasher, uh, to-go meals or, uh, you know, TV dinners, all these things that were supposed to, that were meant to give us more time. But with using those things, we seem to have lost more time. And so the book was really super revolutionary for me in that it helped me to just rally around the idea that I'm not on a clock regardless of what society says or what they do. Awesome. So the only, I'm definitely I would say the only clock that I'm on to, yeah. Read that. That sounds such like a really game changer book. It was a game changer, Macy, 100%. And the podcast that I would recommend is called the High Earning Housewife Podcast. I have lots that I could, but the High Earning Housewife is really um, a movement. I found her in 2020, um, and she really helped me. um, She helped me to focus in one direction, I guess. And maybe she was kind of like that pivot for me and focusing and being able to hone in one skill and really um she taught me how to sell or she taught me how to put systems in place from the house right i have no desire to go back into corporate america and work but she really helped me to embody systems as a family and um incorporating my family in the system sometimes but just really gaining uh, gaining you know so if someone wants to start their own platform, you know, she is, she is female. Um, so if someone wants to start their platform, then I definitely recommend maybe checking out some of her content where she just really talks about like the nuclear family unit and it's okay to make money from home. Cause a lot of times women feel like they have to choose between two and she really helps you to understand, like, you don't have to choose. You just have to have systems in place to be able to do both. Now, what was the podcast name again? You've said it super fast, and I was trying to catch it because you've said it twice, but I could not understand it. What was it? Sorry. I'm sorry. It's called The High Earning Housewife. High Earning Housewife. Yes. Okay, perfect. For a while, I thought you said housewarming housewife, and I was (laughs) like, I don't think I understood it right. So High Earning Housewife. The High Earning Housewife. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for giving out that book recommendation and podcast. I'm constantly trying to just give my listeners all the things to help them go out and be obsessed with their potential. So those do sound like super two good resources. So thank you for sharing that. You're so welcome.
in closing, how can my audience connect with you to further learn from you or collaborate with you? So now you said your faith Facebook group is, uh, what was the Facebook group's name again? Yes, it's called Witness Through Fitness. You can look me up by Witness Through Fitness or Witness Through Fitness LLC is like the handle. Um, but Witness Through Fitness should pop it right up um, in most cases. But if you need the specifics, Witness Through Fitness LLC will bring you right to me on For both Instagram Facebook and, and Facebook. Same on Instagram. Awesome. Yes. And then my personal is uh, Mrs. Rev Reese, R-E-V as in Victor, R-E-E-C-E. Now that's for Instagram. Just my, my personal, um, yes, Instagram. And then for your YouTube channel, which we mainly talked today, what is that? It's your first and last name, correct? First and last name, yes. Adrian Reese. R-E-E-C-E. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Okay, perfect. I just really, really appreciate you and your time, your value that you've given, your insight. You have just been, like, so awesome with answering all the questions. Hopefully my audience feels super, super inspired now to go out there and live their passion and be creative. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And you are definitely going to be a returning guest. Number one, because you have to come back on and tell us where to buy that fruit at. Okay. <laughs> and then yes, okay. number two, once you release your active fitness wear, like I should have you back on because that's going to be a whole new journey of self growth for you selling a product. So I'm so wow. excited for the future for you. And thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom with us. Well, Macy, thank you so, so much for inviting me, for having me, for being patient with me. Thank you so much for just exposing me to your audience. I'm so, so grateful. I know that this was the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. So thank you so much for your willingness, your heart and your humility. You are so welcome. I will probably see you on Friday in our Zoom call with our coaching yes. program. Yes, we will. Thank you so much for your time. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Grown Sexy Podcast with Macy Victoria. Subscribe for new episodes every Tuesday, available on Spotify and iTunes.